Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 302, The Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, Corpus Christi, Year B. Our Lord wanted his life, death and resurrection to be a source of eternal life and salvation for all people. Not just of his time 2,000 years ago, but every time and generation. So Christian faith believes in God who became flesh, the incarnation. So it's perfectly fitting that Jesus gives us a way that we can touch and taste the reality of his gift to us. The reality, too, of his loving involvement in the many joys and sorrows, graces and challenges of daily life. The sacrament of the body and blood of our Lord was first instituted at the Lord's Last Supper, before he suffered his passion. He celebrated the annual tradition of the Passover meal, in which generations of God's people repeated the meal commemorating the freedom of the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt passing over from slavery to new life, from death to new life. According to that God-given and ancient tradition, everyone who participated in that sacred meal was included and united in God's saving action, irrespective of the time or place that that person was joining in. Then we fast forward a thousand years or so later, and our Lord, who has come to perfect and fulfil the law of God, also celebrates this ancient Passover feast. But near the end of that very ancient meal, he does something new. Something that makes this Passover meal his own, and which creates the means by which we can all be now included in his love and salvation. He took bread, blessed it, and said, See this bread? This is truly my body, broken for you. Take and eat. Do this in memory of me. Then he took a chalice of wine and blessed it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take this and drink of it. This is the chalice of my blood, poured out for you and for many, to forgive sins. Do this as a memorial of me. This action means that we, some two thousand years after his supper, are all included in the benefits and the action that Christ won for us by his love. We live in a deeply sacramental world. So many things in this world bring us the reality of what they signify. In general sense, a warm handshake, which we've been missing with COVID, it conveys friendship. It doesn't just signify it. It's a sacrament of friendship in a broad sense, which actually gives us the expression and feelings of the friendship it represents. Jesus, in his wonderful ministry, ate and drank with many, many people. He shared meals with sinners. He included people of every different group. He healed, he welcomed, he taught, and he cared for all. It's fitting that Jesus left us the gift of this holy meal as more than a reminder of him and his ministry, but this meal presents to us, by his own promise and command, his very self given for us. As we take the host, we're receiving Jesus into our hearts and lives. As we drink his chalice, we are washed clean and joined to God and to one another. Now we can all be part of what our Lord offered first to his apostles. The gift of the Eucharist which we celebrate on this feast of the body and blood of Christ 
is essential in the life of all Christians. We receive Christ himself, first of all in his word, proclaimed in the weekly scripture readings, and we receive Christ truly in his body and blood in communion. We are opening up weekly the meaning and implication of the scriptures and ensuring that it's not just our convenience and comfy version of Jesus' word, but his full, challenging, life-giving message that spurs us on to action week after week. And I always love to say to First Holy Communion people that as they receive Jesus in communion for the first time, that there's only one thing better than one's First Holy Communion, and that is your Second Holy Communion. There's only one thing better than Second Holy Communion, and that's your third, and so on and so on. Weekly, it sets up a pattern of communion with Christ in our daily lives, always. Our communion in the body and blood of Christ connects us forever to God and to our loved ones. Every time we celebrate Eucharist, every time we receive the body and blood of Christ, we are united in communion, connected by an unbreakable bond to God, first and foremost, through Jesus. But also we're connected to our loved ones and friends, our fellow Christians. And we're even connected to our departed loved ones, who are all part of the communion of believers. We abide in God. God abides in us. We are in communion, alive in Christ forever. So today in this feast, we celebrate Jesus who makes his home in us through the sacrament of his body and blood. This is a gift that is truly priceless. May we always give thanks for it and receive it with joy. This is Faith, Hope and Love. fed them with the finest wheat, and satisfied them with honey from the rock. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and may God's love and joy be deeply with you today. We gather together for this very special feast of Corpus Christi, the feast of the most holy body and blood of Christ. Jesus gives us an abiding sacrament of his presence to guide us in our journey. And so, brothers and sisters, in order to worthily celebrate these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. 
Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, to so revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the ordinances. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up twelve pillars corresponding to the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed oxen 
as offerings of well-being to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he dashed against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. Moses took the blood and dashed it on the people and said, See the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. The Word of the Lord I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise, I will call on the Lord's name. O precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant, Lord, your servant am I. You have loosened my bonds. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make. I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfill before all his people. I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, when Christ came as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy place, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls, with the sprinkling of the ashes of a heifer, sanctifies those who have been defiled, so that their flesh is purified, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, Purify our conscience from dead works to worship the living God. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. 
because a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions under the first covenant. The Word of the Lord. The Sequence of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ Hail the food of angels given, to the pilgrim who has striven, to the child as bread from heaven, food alone for spirit meant. Now the former types fulfilling, Isaac bound a victim willing, Paschal lamb its lifeblood spilling, manna to the ancient sent. Bread yourself, good shepherds, tend us, Jesus with your love befriend us, you refresh us and defend us, to your lasting goodness send us, that the land of life we see, Lord who all things both rule and know, who on this earth such food bestow, grant that with your saints we follow, to that banquet ever hallow, with them heirs and guests to be. Alleluia, Alleluia, Living bread from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Alleluia. 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, the disciples said to Jesus, Where do you want us to go and make the preparations for you to eat the Passover? So he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. And wherever he enters, say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, Where is my guest room? where I may eat the Passover with my disciples. He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples set out and went to the city, and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. While they were eating, he took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it he broke it, gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. The Gospel of the Lord Certainly one of the great memories I have of the Feast of Corpus Christi, also known as the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, which was established by Papal Decree in 1264, for me it was a reminder of my first Communion Day. For many years this was the traditional day for young people to make their first Communion. You may be thinking, what a good memory I have to think back that far, but 
They are significant events in our life, and we will never forget times like this. As a curious seven-year-old at the time, I was probably less interested in the theological significance of the transformed elements of bread and wine than I was of the taste of the wafer. The speed with which we were expected to swallow the dry circle of plastic-like substance. And the childlike question of, why couldn't we drink from the chalice? Back in 1963, that was a privilege only allowed to the priest celebrant. But in many ways, it was one of those life-changing experiences that made me look around at the reverence of the adults who received the host, and the clear atmosphere that something wonderful was happening here, and that I was now able to be part of that community that shared in this special way with what was taking place on the altar. I felt not only included, but encouraged. I was worthy now of a place at the table. I had learned and earned what it meant to belong to this group of people who were my faith community. I was no longer alone in the desert, but called to share in the food that God was offering to those ready to step up and to be a greater part of the journey. Over the years since then, my understanding of what took place back then has ripened with a more profound understanding, and it's become a nourishing sustenance that is as much a challenge as it is a comfort. Encouragement is one of the most precious gifts one can receive. This sealing of the sacrament between God and Moses in the first reading, the establishment of the new covenant through the blood of Christ in the second reading, and the continued presence of Christ in the world as we gather for this Eucharistic meal. Today, we think of that precious presence of the divine in our lives and the way in which that divine presence leads us forward to the promised land. Such imagery evokes much of the history of the Exodus. As we come to the Eucharist on a regular basis, we bring with us the desert of our own existence. Each of us know times of aridness, when we seek to be in trackless wastes and have no purpose and little hope. The exodus of the chosen people is a key which can help us unlock the meaning of our own existence. The Christian way is often a desert experience. And the desert image is one that comes from the Old Testament and has played a significant role in Christian centuries in the lives and the wise sayings of the desert fathers and mothers. There are times and places when we seem to be without strength and resources, but still the divine presence guides and supports us. Jesus is the divine presence with us. He gives life that we might have life. His self-giving was something done for each one of us and for all of us. St. Augustine said that God loves each of us as though we're the only one, and all of us as though we were one. That divine self-giving is at once deeply personal and also totally communal. So today's feast has enriching personal aspects in our traditional devotion to the Real Presence. It's also a deeply communal celebration as it builds up the body of Christ, the Church. In the Eucharist, we share in the death of Christ and we also share in his resurrection. That risen life is one that we share with others. It introduces us into communion, a fellowship, a family, a family for whom we all have responsibilities to each other. Now this real presence of the divine with us is one that points to eternity 
At Mass, the priest says, May this mingling of the body and blood of Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. We're already tasting eternal life in Holy Communion. T.S. Eliot once wrote that we humans cannot bear too much reality. But little by little, we're being led by this holy food to pass over from a limited, self-centered attitude to one that embraces all people and all time. We already share in an eternal dimension. So the great difference between my childhood communion and now is that it used to be all about me and what God was doing for me alone. Now, thanks to prayer and thoughtful conversations and study, I've come to understand that me only has purpose when it's connected with you. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Jesus is the living bread which has come down from heaven. Let us pray that the Lord may provide the daily bread to satisfy our need. That Christians may achieve unity, so one day we might share the one table of the Eucharist together. Lord, hear us. That those who serve us in ministry at the altar may grow in their love for Christ, present in the Eucharist. Lord, hear us. That nations may find ways to share their abundance with those who are affected by famine and disasters. Lord, hear us. For those who are hungry for love, the lonely, the afflicted, and those without shelter and practical needs, that our sharing in the Eucharist may move our hearts to practical compassion for them. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, peace and strength. Lord, hear us. For our deceased friends and relatives, and all who have no one to pray for them, that they may share in the joy of the heavenly banquet, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Bountiful God, grant our requests so that your people may offer the bread of life to the world. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace, whose signs are to be seen in mystery in the offerings we here present. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong. And as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him, says the Lord. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray that we may delight for all eternity in that share of your divine life which is foreshadowed in the present age by our reception of your precious body and blood, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for giving thanks and praise to God on this very special day and participating in any way we can, certainly spiritually, in the sacrament of the most holy body and blood of Christ. May Christ always be a very abiding comfort and strength to us. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it be This day I will